Hare Krishna, let me see. Okay. Oops. Greetings from Govardhan. Om Jnana Timurandasya, Gyananjana Shalakaya, Taksur Mulitam Yena, Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha, Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhistam, Stapitam Yena Bhutale. Someone's there? Swayam Bhupakadamayam, Tadati Sapadantikam. Vancha kalpa tarubhyascha, kripa sindhu bhayevacha, patitanam pavanebhyo, vaishnavebhyo namo nama. Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Siyadvaita Gadada. Shivas Adi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Leave the door open. Yeah, and maybe that door just gets some air in here. So greetings from <clears throat> Govardhan. I have back my computer, so starting the week after next, my Monday morning greetings, I can write original ones. I'm sending back ones as of now. And it's a bit easier to um, give the class. Of course, my chair broke. <laughs> so I'm sitting on this chair inside, which can't really put the computer on my desk, it's, it's too high. Um, well, it's been really wonderful here. Kartik, Madhavatiti, Bhakati, Janani, the days of Lord Hari give birth to devotion. So I did the Kartik Vrata from Akadasi to Akadasi. And now we have basically two groups here. So I've been quite busy. We have 13 uh, Iranians, and that was such a Krishna miracle, as Raghunath says, it was a Krishna miracle to get, it was a Krishna miracle to get them here. Really amazing. And the gratitude. And I love it now, my courtyard, I'm giving classes out in the courtyard, the courtyard's filled. And... Uh, Raghunath's group coming. Is that door locked? No, she said, okay, come in, Jagannath Priya. Get another chair. I think there's another chair on the porch. This one, right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, right here. Yeah, maybe move it there a bit so I can see you. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and Raghunath's group is wonderful, 50 people. Jai Subhadra's achieved Mahabhav. You wouldn't believe it, how ecstatic she is constantly. And Malhima and her daughter, Krishna Kata, really wonderful to see. And so many people, and Vaisheshabhu says that sometimes, new people can give more faith because they have a fresh enthusiasm. A fresh enthusiasm. Sometimes when we stay around a long time, we start committing offenses. <laughs> and <laughs> the enthusiasm is not, but the boy, it, it's, it's just been wonderful. And uh, at the end of um, the, the Akadasi, which ends the, the, the Kartik Akadasi, it's a big ceremony because for those four months from the Shravana Kadasi in July to the Kadasi at the end of Kartik, it's considered that the demigods are sleeping. So they celebrate that day the demigods wake up. That's why there's no weddings, no functions. Now you'll hear the weddings. 
and all the different functions. So it was great. We went to Hari Dave, and uh, that's the that's the main temple in in, in Govardhan. With the deity, it has one hand up and one hand behind the back. These mosquitoes, huh? And uh, Krishna Marari Goswami, he was actually in the Gurukula, but he was in Nandagam Goswami. He's really first class guy. He said one hand is up and the other hand behind the back. One hand like this is calling the devotee and stealing their heart. And the other hand is hiding it from him. So there was a nice ceremony with Kirtan. So it was really wonderful. Um, well, I don't, again, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I finished the Uddhava story, but that was really a wonderful story. And especially Krishna's message to the gopis, which is so significant. And Krishna's message to the gopis was that, um, why am I gone? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Jai Jagannath was giving class here to the Iranian devotees yesterday. And he made, made that point that sometimes when the devotee is not feeling Krishna consciousness, it's a good time to feel Krishna consciousness because absence makes you, you know, where is it? Where is it? It kind of, it, it, it sometimes Krishna can do that to us. Where is it? As long as you're conscious. Actually, when Jai Jagannath was speaking, it was a really wonderful class. And, you know, one of his main points was that, um, you know, sometimes there's so much knowledge we can kind of think we know. And when you think you know, inquiry stops. And when inquiry stops, spiritual life stops. So that, that because what is bhakti? Bhakti is a desire. So, the, so we have a strong desire for something. A lot of times you feel that you don't have it. That way, if someone has like a, a very intense prema, he feels he doesn't have a drop because it's a desire. I want this. I want this so much. So somehow or other, as that want for it increases, then you're realizing how much you're missing. And it's just like I give the example. It's a clean glass of water. A little speck will become very, very prominent. So, um, so tomorrow I'll take the Iranian devotees to Radhakun. What a blessing. I mean, Govardhan is such a place. Now with these Burijan's retreat center, very, very interesting thing happened. I'll, I'll explain it to you. And it's very, very mystical. When people come to see me, the first thing I tell them is, there's more here than meets the eye. There's more here than meets the eye. There's things that exist that you can't perceive because you can't perceive them doesn't mean that they don't exist. And a, cl a classic example would be, I gave the example of my hearing aids. I couldn't hear the birds singing because the, my, the, the hearing deficiency was at the higher octave, you know, higher, whatever it's called. I guess I put them on, the, the, the audiologist said, now you'll hear the birds. Now, you know, I can hear some birds, but not like I can hear now. So it's not that those sounds didn't exist, but I didn't have the apparatus and mechanism. So I, I explain this elaborately and I tell people, I tell people that, you know, if, if you do the process right, your heart, you'll be able to actually see something beyond what you can perceive now. 
And both groups had that profound experience. But what I did this time is, of course, the, the apparatus is, is the chanting and hearing and the, you know, the lifting of the false ego by the mood of service and chanting and hearing and associating with devotees. But both groups, I took the Bori Charm Prabhu. And there's one place in Govardhan in the forest. There's one place in Govardhan in the forest that's, it's so special, this one place in the forest. It's so special. Right by Govardhan. And we took, you know, Raghunath's group there. Borichan does a very good thing. He says, it, it's good to enter into a meditative state and in, enter into a place by just being silent and listening. Some people started listening. And then he started to explain a little bit about Govardhan. But he said, you don't have to hear me. And then he explained something which I think was very powerful. He explained that how Govardhan's a person and we have a relationship with Giriraj. So meditate on what qualities you think that person has. They kept on getting deeper and deeper into Govardhan. Deeper and deeper into Govardhan. Then he had them share because the Iranian devotees were there and he, he, Borijan wanted them to explain a little bit about their hearts. And then he asked the question, what is bhakti? And it was just very deep. And then he asked Raghunath to lead a little kirtan. And then on the side of the, the Govardhan, like a catwalk, a big, beautiful blue cow, Nilgaya right behind us in the forest where we're sitting. And then so many green parrots started to manifest. And then just as we were leaving, we hear this bridge bossy kirtan party singing these beautiful songs. And they enter right into the forest where they join us for a wild kiss. I just say, but you know, enter into, you start to see in a whole different way. Because perception, I say this, is, is, is it's based on the senses, it's based on your attention, the focus of your mind, it's based on your attitude, and it's based on the environment or person who, who you are perceiving how much they reveal to you. So it, it was really, and then the next day, the Iranians, theirs was even better. There were two baby Neil guys that not only came, but sat down. There were not only parrots, but there were peacocks. There's not only monkey, there was a Lungor monkey. Is a, a different type of monkey. And, and, a, and a bridge bossy kirtan too. So it's my joy seeing people enter into Vrindavan. And we say seeing, feeling is more important than seeing. Because as people are blind, they see Vrindavan. <laughs> feeling. Our priyogen is feeling. It's not understanding. Our goal is feeling. The understanding is to help us feel, feel our relationship with the absolute reality. So I like that. That's my joy. My joy is seeing people get this experience, which gives them an objective or goal that's beyond the sensual and beyond the egotistical, which are very dissatisfying because they're not love. And therefore, they have nothing to do. Satisfaction is the heart more than anything else. And we all know that. It's not things. It's your love. It's your consciousness. 
So seeing so many people enter so deeply and seeing how my ashram is just flourishing. You know, see the courtyard is, I, it, some things you think the courtyard is so perfect, sitting up there and then, you know, we have mats out there and then now I have Champak and Kunda and Malati and Tulsi and pomegranate. So, so let me just explain how I explain the sacredness of Radha Kund. What I first explain is ask you to meditate on a person. And how do you define that person? You define the person by their love. He is a disciple. He is a father. He is a friend. He is a lover. So the real essence of us is who we are in relationship. Who we are in relationship. So, and, and then of course I make this point that I, I many times, two things that I've already said, position covers personality and Krishna is guard, God with his guard down. Because there's a beautiful relationship with God of reverence. It's a beautiful thing. But to satisfy that relationship, the person who is in position has to cover his personality because it's not suitable for that relationship. And what a cultured person is, the, one of the main qualities of a cultured person is their ability to relate with others. So a cultured person, if he's senior, he knows how to keep his dignity for the purpose of that relationship. If you have a father, it's much nicer to have a, a father who's a father than a friend. The father can be a friend, but on his terms, you can't be the friend of the father. It's, it's, a, it's a nice, people want that mood of, I am your protector. You don't get that from a friend. I am your protector. I am your maintainer. That's, that's so, and the point is, is, when you are relating to someone appropriately in a particular relationship, and is, if it is as superior, then for the purpose of that relationship, you'll create a supportive environment that, that supports it. And it won't be very familial. It'll be very formal. To facilitate that wonderful type of love, which which people want with someone and they want with God. So I describe too that if, if, if the, if you want a more intimate relationship, then you, or if a person wants to bring you, bring you closer in relationship, then he doesn't relate from a superior position. He doesn't relate in terms of, you want to be someone's friend, you, you, you don't become the president to him or the boss to him. So again, when someone wants a more intimate relationship, then there is a more intimate relationship, then there's home. And then if it's a really intimate relationship, romantic in a proper culture, the husband and wife have a separate quarters that no one else enters in the center of the house. Because that aspect of themselves is not favorable 
for their love for their children. Because their love, it's the love that the children want to feel is from a superior. Either the mother or the nurturing figure, I am your maintainer, how sweet. Or the father or the protecting figure, I am your protector. So the father, the son does not want the intimate side of his, of his uh, intimate side of, of, of his father. And um, I always remember the story of Tamal Krishna Maharaj. Where his brother wanted to be his disciple. And he looked at his brother and said, I have thousands of disciples, but only one brother, and I don't want to ruin it. It ruins the relationship. <laughs> it, it ruins the relationship. He, he, he's enjoying the intimacy with his brother. He doesn't want to have to cover that by becoming the guru of his brother. So therefore, when we want to enjoy a particular love, we create a particular environment. So God, of course, I think one misunderstanding a lot of people have when they try to wrap their minds around God and some of the things is that they only have a perspective of a two-dimensional reality. But by definition, God is not under time. We can't conceive that because everything in our life is running under the law of time. But by definition, God can't be. God can't be under something that we perceive as absolute in this world. So we have no frame of reference. How do you try to understand that reality that's beyond time and not confined in space? So when God has a desire, that reality manifests. And therefore I was explaining Radha Kun when God wants to enjoy the most intimate love, then the environment automatically manifests. Automatically manifests to, to um, facilitate that love. And therefore, I'm gonna explain these people that are coming. Radhakund is very, very confidential. And I, I, many times I'm meditating this confidential means, generally it means that there's something, some understanding or, some, or, or something you know that, that you have the frame of reference to understand that cannot be understood without that frame of reference very well. And therefore, if you bring it out publicly, it will be misunderstood. And a cultured person, communication is so important in a cultured person. And just practically, we see how important it is, is to communicate effectively, not to have misunderstandings with other and not to have you misunderstood, especially if you're in a position of a teacher. So you have to speak to the frame reference of the audience, but the audience generally things that are very, very confidential. So, yeah, so Radha Kund is, I'll tell you my audience, I don't know why it is, I'm having one of my, I guess it, it's, it's generally the time I'm going to bed, I'm having one of my brain dead exhaustion classes. So I'm just kind of faking it right now. So let's see. So I think what I'll do to finish the class. Well, I really am tired. I'm usually not tired. Interesting.
Interesting, really tired. But don't feel bad for me on the audience. I like doing this. I'll push on. Well, I think what I'd like to do is share with you probably the way I'm going to go in this class and in my preaching. What I want to do is just start explaining stories and know them so deeply that I can extract the deepest philosophical points in that story. The deepest philosophical points in those stories. And I, I love to tell the Krishna Leela because it has its priyogena tattva. In other words, it explains that ultimate reality where there is no false ego covering a person from the energy and the, the, the divine energy of God. So I like explaining those stories because people, the stories are so constructed that people will feel what the people in the stories are feeling or the histories or whatever it is in the Leela. So I like to explain that, but I also like the ones that have very profound philosophical points. So I was thinking of the, in that regard, I think what I'm gonna do from now on, I'll probably do it in Colombia, is every day tell us, tell one story, but know that story so well that you can go so deep into the story and the philosophical points and then finish it up whenever you want. So I was thinking some of the points, the Kaliya serpent and how Krishna was dancing on the head of the Kaliya serpent. And, and, and what those heads represent are the false ego. And the false ego is that consciousness that I wanna be superior and to have that feeling of superiority, I have to be able to control and I have to be able to enjoy. It's not really enjoyment. Enjoyment's a, a broad term. It's not the enjoyment that's happiness. It's a superficial enjoyment that people are after. So that superiority is the false ego, the false conception. And Kaliya, when Krishna was dancing on his head, and crushing the hoods of his head. It represented the false ego. He was destroyed. He was purifying Kaliya of the false ego. But the nature of the false ego is each hood continues to rise. I don't know, uh, Gopal Champa, if this was your lore of the jungle where you lived in the Bronx. To me, when I say that someone living in the Bronx, I think this guy's got a high birth. I think it's so cool you come from the Bronx. We're in the Bronx. South? Oh, it's more Long Island. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I've lost so much respect for you now. <laughs> But I had some point about that. But anyway, um, well, when I grew up in Brooklyn, if you would get beat up, it really crushes your false ego. But the excuse you would use is I could have beat him, but I had my school clothes on and I didn't want to get him. <laughs> That's the nature of the false ego. It always wants to rise back and rise back. And that rising back is just continually covering the soul from that energy of God. And you can see from the perspective of God how foolish that is. You're covering yourself. You're pursuing happiness with the very thing that's preventing you from experiencing happiness. but we're so conditioned it rises again. And therefore you can see this world, why we suffer because we're attached. 
to the false ego. And, and, and the world, it doesn't have to be Krishna's feet. The world is just continually crushing our false ego. And just maybe one day you're praying, everything will be together. Tamal Krishna said, you know, we think that in the future things will be better, but they only get worse. But we see how that works. And what Krishna is trying to do, which we think is cruel, is uncover this covering of this ego so that we can actually feel his love. So all the heads were crushed. And what happens when the false ego is crushed? Smitva. You can remember all the good instructions you got. Because the wives were, were constantly telling their husbands, were constantly telling their husbands about, you know, Krishna. But because of the false ego, they couldn't hear. Because of the false ego, they couldn't hear. And this is also a way to explain why there's so-called evil in the world, because look at it from the perspective of Krishna or the parent. They're thinking it's good. Of course, it has to be done appropriately. They're thinking it's good when the false ego is. We're thinking this is the most tragic thing in the world. Because we're like little children. We don't know what's good for us. And then when all the hoods are cracked, crushed, because they're all the bones are all broken, they can't come up, then they say, I'm, I'm sorry. And what I was pointing out is the Nagaputnis, their prayers. And, and there's one particularly be beautiful prayer, which they're saying how, because they're trying, initially they wanted their husband killed by Krishna, because he's such a demon. But when he surrendered, they realized that they need protection from other serpents. So they were chased. So what they said is to Krishna, they walked in a very beautiful prayer. Don't kill him. How bad can he be if he has your lotus feet on his head? Has he performed the dharma of compassion to others in a previous life? That he's so fortunate to have your lotus feet on his head? That's actually a beautiful scene. Krishna is Adi Guru Kalatwa. He's the original guru of all arts. So Krishna's dancing is so superb. Another story I was thinking, a part that I really liked, because right now I just, when I was speaking in the morning, and one day I told over the story of Uddhava, and then, uh, so I was telling, uh, just rather than go verse by verse, just telling the story of the wives of the Brahmins. It's interesting. They were a little hesitant, but what Krishna said, they'll just call my names. Just call my names. So it said, Kirti Anto. Just do Kirtan. Because people sometimes can't hear. They need to be purified. And as Jai Jagannath was explaining, all the other senses are protected except for the ear. You don't have to have like a, an ear lid. <laughs> you don't hear anything. So. Yeah, the, the hear, hearing. Very purifying. 
especially when it's Shudanam. And Shudanam means by the devotion of the devotee, the full manifestation of Krishna appears in his name. One can realize that. So what I liked in that story is that Krishna was thinking of certain devotees that he wanted to reciprocate because the, the coward boy said, Dushta Barna, you would destroy a wicked. We are most wicked thing is hunger, so please cure us. Please cure, cure us of this, you know, deliver us from this. So when they asked that to Krishna, then they began to meditate. Um, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I think I fell asleep right in the middle of the sentence or something. I'm trying to go at least five more minutes. Wow, it was, it was a very, a lot. Early morning that I gave class and trying to write and going to lunch with Bhakti, began Goswami coming back. There was a music lesson going on in my courtyard with Manas Goswami and two of the young Iranian devotees. Yeah, he was giving them, just before he came, he was giving them music lesson. He's expert, he's an expert. But anyway, the interesting thing is when they, when they said, we're hungry, get us food, Krishna was thinking that this would be a good opportunity to fulfill the desire of my devotee for my association. And in that type of conception of God, we understand how the spiritual process works. It works with God listening to our heart because he's the Paramatma. And then he, you see, I, I, I'm, I'm having trains of thought and I'm just losing it. Generally, I don't know, I'm generally, I guess it started an hour later today. I'm conditioned to crash out at an early hour, not this early. Um, but it's interesting why Krishna was thinking of a certain devotees. Because Krishna heard in their heart. You can't fake it. Krishna hears in the heart our sincerity and he reciprocates. So these were very great devotees. But how did they become great devotees? Because they were wives of Brahmins and they needed milk for the puja and flowers. So they went to the gopis and the gopis are sitting with milk and, and the gopis are just gossiping among themselves about Krishna, about Krishna. So it said that they were hearing so constantly from just going buying the milk that the kata of Krishna, the kata of Krishna became the ornaments for their ears. Well, that's about, except for saying, a few people saying hello as far as I can go today. I don't know why I'm just absolutely so exhausted. You know, and then, it, 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 yeah. Any, Ajuna Jai, any point here you got today? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. I actually got lots of points today. <laughs> Maybe you were, because you're so tired, I don't know, but I got I got a whole page full of notes today, Maharaj. Um, but one of the ones that I loved a lot is the point of that, where we tend to pursue think we're pursuing pleasure by the thing that actually is going to take keep us away from real pleasure, which is real happiness. Going towards the senses is such a foolish game. And I, I just love the way you said that. We're pursuing it by the thing that is actually taking it away from us. Um, and I really like Jai Jagannath's point about being Krishna's Krishna less instead of Krishna conscious oh, Krishna conscious less than Krishna consciousness. I, I that really struck a chord. So thank you for sharing that, Marish. Okay, great. Jamuna, we'll see you soon. Yes. <laughs> My plane tickets are bought and I'm all ready. <laughs> great, great. Anybody else like to say hello? 
Hi, Christian Mahomes. I feel so validated by Jamuna Jaya right now. Really? Yeah, because I'm not the only one who finds your classes great when you're exhausted. <laughs> I Can I tell you? There were so many points going on in my mind, and then I started to talk, and I forgot where I was going. I mean, it's unusual for me to be exhausted. But I guess it's really been going like full on these last few days, you know, with the brothers and the chanting and the. Okay, well, Gail, thank you. You encouraged me. <laughs> I know when I give my worst classes, you like them. I'll tell you, you, you have to meet Sadeshri's daughter. She's worse than you, Gail. <laughs> If there's even a small hair where I skipped logic, knowing that most people won't catch it, but Gail is completely focused on that little spot. Oh, where, where is my sister? Where is she? Is she there right now? No, she's not there. She's, uh, she's amazing. Jai Jagan was talking with her. She's a young girl. But she's so philosophical. I mean, so deeply philosophical. It's amazing. Mm. Really. I mean, extraordinary. Hopefully, she's. I love to meet her. I need some support. (laughs) It's, it's, um, she's getting uh, a scholarship to go to college in America. Mm. So. I'm excited about that, helping her out, getting to the different. She's a beautiful Kirtanir, you know, so she like, you know, and now Iran, I mean, she's here. It's like, I can't believe the ecstasy. 12 hours Kirtan a day. And then it went over two hours and she stayed the two hours and she loves it. So, yeah, but she's so smart. Yeah. Okay, Gail, thank you for making me feel Okay. <laughs> Anybody else say hello? Don't be shy. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. It's Majori Erotica. I felt the same way. I really love this class. I, I love how you started it as well, just because we don't perceive something doesn't mean it's not there. And you've said it before, too, about a cultured person knows how to keep his dignity for the purpose of that relationship. So I thought this was a really great class. Hi, everyone. Your voice is ecstasy to my ears. (laughs) And it's not just content. (laughs) Thank you, Maharaj. Gloria, you're at the ashram. Yes, Maharaj. Haribol, thank you for class. I love your definitions. Bhakti is, uh, I am sorry, Bhakti is a, a feeling. And feeling. It's an understanding. Yeah. It's an understanding, yes. I like it that I love. What are you doing there now at the ashram? Uh, I came to, to Mangalati and then I bathed the day. And then it was your class, and I stayed here to listen to you. Okay, thank you, Gopi Gita. Wow. Okay. Very thank nice. you very much, Mahalaya. How's the ashram? When Shamsunji came back, she, she shared? Yes, a lot of action. Uh, there are uh, training teachers today. What's that? Um, training, the training teacher of yoga oh. teachers. Yeah. And there is another event. I don't know about what, but there is a lot of people here. Okay, great, great. I'll be there soon. Anybody else? Oh, like yes. Hi, Krishna. Oh, Andrea, nice to see you. We missed, now you're here with us in Govardhan. Great. I know. I'm, I'm feeling separation from Govardhan. <laughs> how, how can you not feel separation? And, and I you know. Were, were you here when some of the Iranians came? Yeah, no. I had that lovely um, first when they just arrived that day and Burjan was coming, that very intimate um, exchange where they were ex- 
you know, talking about how they, with Burijan, they were talking about how they oh, maintain right. their faith. And you should see when all the Iranians went there, it was amazing. Yeah, was yeah, no, amazing. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Come back yeah, soon. I will. Yeah, no, I will. I think your point about having a relationship with Govardhan, with Giriraj is, I definitely felt that on the Parikram all the time. So, uh, yeah, I will. Great to see you. And Nice to see you too. Thank you, Maharaj. You have that nice relationship with Govardhan. <laughs> okay, Haribo. Thank you. Haribo. Anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Now Masaki here. Narmasaki, I'm taking I was so fortunate. I have a good connection today. I can be in your class. Pomegranates. Oh, wow. my God. You don't know what a pomegranate is until you get one yeah. from Iran. They made me a, a, a pomegranate juice. I swear it was like taking a smoothie. It, wow. it was so rich. Amazing. <laughs> Masaki, there's not too much problem in your part of the country, is there? Uh, yes, Karmaraj, everywhere. Even in your part of the country? With all I those mean, people? not in the farm, not in the farm, but in the city, yes. Oh, you're back in Tehran? Uh, no, actually, I'm, uh, I'll be there. I, I will go to Tehran next week to oh, oh, you're my visa. Your apartment near the farm, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to Tehran to apply for the visa next week. Okay. The revolution is the kind of the disturbance, whatever it's called, still going on? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. as strong or is it getting less? No, it's getting getting stronger. No. Well, anyway. Yeah, just pray for us. <laughs> I'm ready to come and get that rice. Yeah, I hopefully I will, and I bring you some That's sweet lemon and pomegranate. <laughs> I know, but my dream is to come there and eat, oh, wow. eat rice and saffron. It's our it's our dream too, Guru Maharaj. Okay, I'm, I'm praying. <laughs> I'm here before Govardhan. I'm the cause of everything now. <laughs> okay, anybody else? Okay, thank you. Come, say hello. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, this is Brajaradhya Devidasi. Brajaradhya, when are you going to come to your homeland? <laughs> Maybe after the wedding. <laughs> oh, after the wedding, that's right. That, what date is the wedding? June 23rd, Maharaj. June 23rd, okay. It's like a real Indian wedding, long Indian wedding. I days think so. days of Mahendi and all this stuff. <laughs> wow. Yeah. She has two children, beautiful children. Okay, anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, it's Isabel. Isabel, Karibo. I wanted to share something with you. Okay, Yesterday, yes. I was taking a class at the Bhakti Center with Mahatma Das, and yeah. the topic was on enthusiasm. He yeah. was talking to us about all the hardship that um, Prabhupada had, but mostly through everything, it was his enthusiasm that got him through it. Yeah. And he said that enthusiasm is that energy that pushes us through any obstacle. So I think that when you give great classes, it's because you're enthusiastic about it and that yeah. energy pushes you right through it. And I it wanted does. to share that with you. <laughs> it, does. it does. Thank you, Isabel. How many people came to his class? I think a good 35, 40. It was a paid class or just an ordinary class? Uh, he did, no. It was supposed to be paid at Gita Nagri, but then it got changed to the Bhakti Center for free. Okay. Yeah, and it's two days too. It's two days. Okay, great. Okay, Harry Bo. Thank you, Isabel. Anybody else like to say hello? Harry Krishna Gomaraj, thank you for class. It was wonderful. Hey, great to see you. Good to see you as well. Thank okay. you so much. We'll see you in Brudge soon, okay? Looking forward to it. Thank you. 
Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj, it's Govardhan. You may have lost your wife, Govardhan. <laughs> Who? <laughs> well, she's in such a high state of that. I, I couldn't even I, Every time I saw her, she was at such a high level of enthusiasm. Great, great. You better get detached. She's... <laughs> Yeah, she might just stay through till uh, January now. I, I think so. I think so. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. When are you going to come? You want to come? Uh, to who knows? Why don't you come to Columbia? That'd be nice. Look at it. I'll send you the thing. See if you can get away. Okay. You'd really, you'd really like it. Okay. Sounds good. You know, it's like it, you, you can get a direct flight from from JFK or one through Miami. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 you can, you know, five, it's like a week, you can take off a week, you'll be more than fine. Right. Yeah. And then we'll send Jai Shubhadra to work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, my question. Anybody like to say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Hemala Tarada. Maharaj, your class was wonderful. And I second some of the comments. Uh, your enthusiasm is always, um, you can always feel it and we can always um, get enthusiastic by your enthusiasm. Yes, say a little to my audience here. You know, You'll be here soon, right? That'll be great. Yes. Your times. Okay. Anybody else? Oh, Lakshmi came today. She was. She, she's hoping she'll get to see you sometime. Oh, wonderful! She'll be in Mayapur when you come. Yes, okay. maybe we'll see her there. Hopefully, she will be. Anybody else say hello? Thank you, Maharaj, very much. This is Krishnamrita. I would like so much to find myself once in this secret forest by Govardhan, which you told us today. When, when you come, I'll take you to the secret forest. It's not a secret forest, it's a secret gardens. It's just not everybody knows this spot, but. But it's not just a spot. That, okay, I will take you. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's great. Thank you. Okay. I will go now. Hari, 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 Bo.